0: Welcome to the Land Education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey, learn from the experts. Guys, this is free land education for you. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant with United Country Real Estate Sutton Properties, along with my co-host, Teresa Martin, who's not here today. Uh, She's out selling real estate. She was our Number one agent in our company, uh, other than the principals this year. So, kudos to Teresa, she's doing a great job. Buying or selling homes or land or farms in western Piedmont, North Carolina, or southern Virginia, just give us a shout, guys, we'll help you out. Our office is at 102 East Main Street in downtown Pilot Mountain, next to BMT and Bank. Our company website is www.allsuttonproperties.com. That's A L L S U ttonproperties.com all of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members and our national website is www.rliland.com if you're looking to buy or sell make sure you work with a land expert go to the website we've got agents all over the country so uh, they can help you out we'd like to thank our sponsor landhub.com buying or selling land Land landhub is the place to be just a program note, Dr. Varby's Ask the Doctor Show will follow this show and air at 10 a.m. Our guest today is Mary Love. Hey, Mary.
1: Hey, how are you today? I'm
0: great, Mary. I'm so happy to have you on. Where are you calling from?
1: Asheville, North Carolina.
0: Oh, God. My, the beautiful, most beautiful place in the world. I agree. <laughs> I love Asheville. always have. And the people are great. So you are the president and the broker in charge of Love the Green Real Estate Consulting Firm. Mary's highly recognized a real estate agent in these designations and certifications. Mary, you're in the ALC. That's where we met, I think, in 2007, if my mind reaches. I was teaching the Land 101 class. I've done quite a few in Asheville and always well-received and always the best classes, uh, best folks. Uh, and after that, you worked and got your accredited land consultant. You're one of about 500 of us in the United States to carry that designation, along with me. You also achieved the NAR Green designation. What what's that designation? What does it mean? Uh,
1: the NRA Green is uh, about green building. It's for basically for realtors to understand the principles and. Uh, market values of green building.
0: Okay, that's important. And that's that's picked up over the years, hasn't it?
1: It most certainly has.
0: And then you've got the ECO, E-C-O, what is that designation or certification? That, is,
1: that was a local Buncombe County, North Carolina, designation that I helped create back in 2004. And it was actually the same concept of basically helping realtors understand what sustainability and green building was and where the local experts were in those fields.
0: And, Mary, I was privileged to take the very first class. I enjoyed that. I still have my certificate on the wall and uh, learned a lot back then. Where is that class now? Is that still a Buckham County? or Is that expanded outside your market?
1: Well, we changed it the name of it and uh it was um more with uh, it's changed the name two or three times and right now it's sort of in migration because we're expecting it to be branched out across the state
0: fabulous well i'm excited about that and then you've got the brge what's the acronym
1: uh, oh that's um I have to think of which I am. I have so many different ones. I'm sorry. I just sort
0: of. I know. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty yeah, of this uh, show. I always
0: like to catch my guests off guard.
1: Yeah. That, that is dealing uh, with existing homes for a green building as a home building performance uh, for the existing home.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. And What other mm-hmm. de- what other designations do you have?
1: I, uh, or certifications? I Hearth Energy Star Raider. That's for new construction, um, um, a healthy built homes, and a green built North Carolina uh, raider. So those are all certification programs that uh, are dealing with uh, green building.
0: Okay. Anything else?
1: Oh, also North Carolina uh, for homes. Certification and that dealing with first-time homeowners and for um, our service workers, like the firemen, teachers, uh, nurses, and doctors.
0: Fabulous. Mary, you're so dedicated. I love you so much. And you got the best name.
1: Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a jewel in your love.
1: Oh, uh, perfect team.
0: You got it. So you have lived and worked in uh, Asheville since 2003. You're an environmental scientist, and you got a degree from where?
1: I got a degree uh, from Columbia, and um, then I also have a master's in administrative education from Tennessee Tech.
0: Oh, good. Well, that helps when you teach, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. You
0: you are an instructor. We want to talk about that in our show today, but let me finish a little bit on your background, if I may. So you've helped create a variety of green building and training programs for realtors. Kudos to you. Builders and city and county planners in Tennessee. California and North Carolina. What have you been doing with the city planners? How have you been helping their cause?
1: We worked with affordable housing and green construction ever since 2003. Because what we found out was that on the affordable housing, if the house was energy, it started that being if it was energy efficient, it would be much more affordable for the clientele. Whether it was for renting some of the renting programs that the uh, city has, okay, as well as some of their affordable housing uh, programs that they run through their nonprofit entities,
0: and I'm sure that's been very successful over the years. Uh,
1: very successful in in. Buncombe and Henderson County.
0: Right, is that program still growing?
1: It is definitely growing.
0: Fabulous! You're still part of it. Yes. Longtime supporter of the Green Building Alliance. What's the Green Building Alliance?
1: The Green Building Alliance is a Western North Carolina nonprofit that deals with educating the general public, not uh, everybody, including contractors, realtors. And just the general public about the values of green building and sustainability.
0: And they call you, you've got an affectionate name called Grandmother of the Green, and you're (laughs) AK Mawa, huh?
1: Yes, uh, it's sort of a joke now because (laughs) a lot of of the uh, people that work with the state of North Carolina that are teaching. The sustainability classes and the um, green building classes were taught by me. So uh, now they're teaching that third generation. So that sort of makes me the grandmother.
0: I hear you. Well, what, that's a, a nice uh, accolade to have. Um, so Mary continues to educate her sales team. How many is on your sales team, Mary?
1: Right now, uh, since COVID, we have dropped down to only four.
0: Okay. How many of you had a total...
1: We've had, uh, we usually run around 15.
0: Okay. Wow. You've come way down, haven't you?
1: Yeah, we really have. We just changed our format completely. We dropped our office and uh, really did a lot of fine-tuning changes. Sure. And a lot of I people had have. three that decided just to retire and be refer agents only.
0: Well, we all go through transitions, and I know you're doing the right thing. So you continue to educate your sales teams and also builders uh, and fellow realtors. For the best practices of providing top professional services to your clients. And you have no idea, for those that have no idea what green means. And that's what this show's about today, guys. Uh, is about the green. And, and, the, and that's not only for housing. This is for land, too. This is a land show. And this is appropriate to talk about as well. And Mary's goals is to educate the masses in the value of green certified homes. And how to living in one creates a sustainable world. You know, we've got two green builders here in, in our, our market area. And it's amazing. i I've, I've, of course, I sell land, but you know, then they want to build a home, and of course, I always try to introduce them to my contacts and and uh, and the two here. And it's amazing, the energy efficiency and the technology that goes into these green homes. It, it'll blow your mind, and it's not that more, you know, costly. Uh, actually, it doesn't. It actually saves you money. It's upfront cost, right, Mary? That over that time, cr- not correct. only now.
1: Well, up until COVID, uh, we had really gotten to the point that the cost savings could be recouped in less than two years on most of of certification selections.
0: And and this is becoming even more efficient, right, as the technologies change?
1: Completely. As the technology changes, especially in energy efficiency, but in indoor air quality as well, um, we see those, you know, the... Desire is increasing, so that increases the supply, which makes the cost more affordable for everyone.
0: Exactly. And, you know, I know you're in Asheville and you deal in a, in a specific area, but th- these programs are all over the country, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. We have a wide variety of green building certification programs throughout the entire country. The ENERGY STAR certification is a national uh, home building program is not just for electronics and appliances, but it also is for homes. And that has been growing by leaps and bounds. And this past year, even with the COVID, it, the Energy Star certification homes across the nation has actually increased by about 5%. Is
0: that right? That's very significant. Yes.
1: Especially That's with this huge, housing boom. Huge. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you took that back a couple of years, 5%, uh, you know, would have been significant, but 5% of the number of building projects that's going on around the country, that's even a larger number, of course, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't yes. Know. We're, we're having more and more. Uh, now, in our area, we really do not have track builders just because of our topography. Yes, ma'am. But throughout the rest of the nation, a lot of the track builders have just taken and embraced Energy Star and so that is part of the reason that of the increase of the Energy Star homes.
0: Does the financial mortgage comp industry do they recognize this? are there any benefits or is it just a standard mortgage?
1: So it's just a standard mortgage. There is actually a mortgage about an energy efficiency mortgage that it program that is out there that deals with being able to, purchase a house that's a little more expensive based on the savings per month you would make off of your energy savings. However, because the interest rate is so low right now, right. It, that program's not being utilized because it's really not needed.
0: Sure. Wow. So you've inspired and training for over 30 years, Mary. You, you've got me beat by a couple of years. Actually, I started okay. teaching in uh, 2003 when the Lamb 101 class came out at the Realtors Land Institute, and, um, I'm one of the national instructors, and I've taught that class all over the country, including your beautiful area, I've done probably over the years uh, five, maybe six classes there, and, uh, and now I have my four hour class for North Carolina introduction to land brokerage, you know Mary I'm the only land instructor uh, in, the, in, in the state of North Carolina, uh, I have the only land class for CE credits, and I'm finding out I'm the only one in the country, I mean this is strange. uh,
1: It's amazing, Lou. That's amazing because uh, it's it's a class and a course that's needed so much, especially now that as we continue to grow with new construction at the rate that's happening across the nation, you would think that people really need to understand the value and the different aspects of buying and selling land.
0: Well, the, our industry said it's the most complicated of all the real estate trend. can be, and uh, but no one tells you why, <laughs> except for me uh, and a few <laughs> others.
1: But, uh, exactly. I have I, I found that your class and the coursework and all of your information that you always provide to be very valuable, and I use it on a regular basis.
0: Thank you, Mary. You know, I helped create the uh, Form 502 in North Carolina. That's the land information worksheet, and mm-hmm. uh, that's available, and I hope you use it. And others too. That's uh, it, it, even if you don't know anything about land, it's a checklist. It's not required. I've been trying to get it required, but we have to have a general statute in North Carolina to tie a legal form. And I just haven't been able to get the right people to endorse it after uh, what 12 years. But uh, I still keep trying. But um, you know, it's a it's a good form, and it helps uh, helps. Uh, uh, even even the, the expert. It's a checklist. When you go list a piece of property, you've got all the issues. There's 72 issues and observations. And of course, if you're working for a buyer, then you want to have that information. Hey, our guest today is Mary Love. Uh, this is Let's Talk Land. Our sponsor today is LandHub.com. Sell your land. Sell for land of your dreams. Mary, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Bonner, Tennessee. Did you really? I did. It's uh, When I was growing up, it was a small town of less than 200 people oh boy and we were in the foothills of the Appalachian and I was one of those uh, kids that nobody an hour away understood because we still had that Appalachian absolutely so beautiful I love stagnant. your accent Mary <laughs> yeah
0: yeah did you have it did I, you have a stoplight what <laughs> did you have a stoplight
1: no we no, did not
0: no stop not have
1: we did not have a until I was 36 years old. Wow!
0: <laughs> but you had a post office.
1: We did have a post there office. There you go. The post office and the jailhouse were together.
0: Perfect. I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, well, and, the, and the grocery store and the beauty shop uh, and the barbershop were all one building.
0: That's my that that's the town I live in. Except we have three stoplights. So, yeah, uh,
1: and the, and then we had a feed store. Oh, got uh, gotta
0: have a feed store. You
1: gotta have a feed store. Yeah, and you grew up—you
0: grew up on a farm, didn't you?
1: I did. I grew up on a farm. Uh, my my passion and interest in nature and sustainability—it uh, all stems from growing up on that farm. We had um, the family, extended family, all lived very close together. So we had close to. to um, 300 acres, almost touching each other around the, wow. the whole extended family. You know, I grew up with the old uh, traditions that a lot of people's grandparents uh, grew up with, but we were, as I said, back in the Appalachian Mountains and way behind everything. And my first memories of farming actually was my papa plowing with a mule and me following behind him with a stick and putting seeds in the ground. Uh, I have really fond memories of, of farming and using that land. Uh, you know, back then we called it being a dirt, poor, dirt, a dirt poor farmer, and today it would be called sustainable farming. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> wow. You make my heart bleed. I tell you, this is, uh, you know, we've got 900 acres in my mother's family that my great-grandfather between 1909 and 1929 bought 18 farms. Uh, and not contiguous, but all in this, sort of like your family uh, with 10 children. Uh, granddaddy had 10 children, and um, and mother was the oldest girl. But uh, you know, every inch of that land is still in our family. We're almost six generations. It's been passed down, you know, as uh, like when granddaddy died 10 children, mother got 100 acres, and this one got that, and so on. But every inch, not one inch has ever been sold to anyone outside the family. And then if you take the 10 children and who they married, we have a little under 2,000 acres right now.
1: Oh. So you were able to, to really keep and expand the farms in the family. I and mean, that actually was the, the stimulus of my passion for getting into real estate was uh, I, I moved to California for a little while and was doing some work out there. And when I came back, so many of the local farms had been sold and subdivided into just you know, small lots with small homes, and it just broke my heart. So I wanted to actually really go into real estate to see what I could do to help save the farms or expand the farms or make farms something different and still viable instead of just dividing up all into little lots.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and when did you get your license, Mary?
1: I actually got my license in 2004. I moved back to North Carolina in uh, the end of 2003
0: and, and started at school immediately. Gotcha. And you've been involved in, uh, in your local uh, MLS there, which is one of the best MLSs in our state. Uh, I've had several people on. Uh, in fact, i got Mike coming on uh, here in the next few weeks, and we're going to talk about a lot of the, uh, the uh, laws uh, that's important uh, with relationship to land which would be some good shows. We're going to actually do a series, I hope. So, uh, um, so with this experience, what got you into the green mode? What stimulated you there? So,
1: again, my, my experience of being on the farm and being so close with nature, and, and I grew up with the idea of if my g- grandmother was part Cherokee, so I was taught to honor the land to honor the animals, to keep the earth, you know, going forward. And um, so that's what really got me into the environment. Uh, my first job that I ever had was working for the, uh, our uh, farm bureau that we had uh, and counting the number of cows people, the local farmers had that went into the streams. So <laughs> yeah. it it just was a natural job for me, and then I I became a teacher because that was what was available in our small town uh, for me to go into because there weren't any environmental jobs. And finally, I moved to California. I got some uh, organic gardening work and started working with city planners on uh, green belts. It was back then in Greenbelt, and then when I moved back to North Carolina, I wrote the Pollution Prevention Report, and by that time, so it started being this concept of green building, uh, and I liked the idea because when green building was being presented, we started talking about, well, what does that mean? What all does that involve? And it involved starting at the land and building the house up. So it's a whole and com- complete system process, just like what, you know, the earth is a system process. Exactly. So it was just a natural fit for me.
0: Exactly. And, you know, you, were you involved? There's a great, great development there in the Olivet Project, about 346 acres, planned community, historic farms on the French Broad River. Uh, about six-and-a-half miles from downtown Nashville.
1: Yes, Tell yes. me about that um, and how you got involved. I, um, I actually built the most energy-efficient, sustainable home in North Carolina in 2019 wow. at Olivet. Um, we are the first house on the, the Olivet has two sides. It has a farm side and a riverside and they, a connecting road. And I am the first house when you come in to the farm side, so I'm super excited. We were the model home for 2019 and used it as my office, and um, the middle of this year we moved into it to live, live. so uh, all of that is like a dream come true. I have a lot of, uh, on my social media, a lot of information about all of that because it's a project that's doing what um, what I wanted to do when when uh, when we moved here when my wife and I moved here to uh, North Carolina, we searched land in Madison and Henderson and Buncombe County to try to create a small development built around a farm, and that was back in 2003, and everybody thought we were crazy. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) we were like, why would you build around a farm? You know, it didn't have a name, and so we were very excited to be part of of all of that, and they're doing the project right, and I think this is where... This is my passion for land, and what I see is going to make a big difference. And we're going to need to do this more is to take the land that that we have existing. Some of the lands that other parts of the country are not large tracts of farmland, they're actually have been previous malls, and they're doing raised. Farmed, raised garden beds, raised farm areas in the center of that, and building around that that area, and that's called an agrohood. Okay. Um, our focus in Western North Carolina with the agrohood is most certainly taking existing farms and having them to continue to be an existing organic farm or to help promote them to become an organic farm and uh, then build around that. The community community supports the farmer. There is an actual farmer that's running the farm. And um, they also, the farm also shares at farmer market and has... Um, to restaurants, sales to restaurants as well as to the community. All of that,
0: Mary. I want to interrupt for a second. Uh, for those that are not driving a car, please uh, go to this website. If you're near your computer, you got your, you know you got all these devices now. Um, www.lovethegreen.com. <laughs> www.lovethegreen.org. I'm sorry. dot org. org. I see it right here. Uh, dot org. My bad. And then you. What is your social site? that they can get information on this and about you, too? Yes.
1: Yeah, so on Facebook, it's Love the Green Real Estate Consulting. Okay. And on uh, Instagram, it's Mary Loves Asheville.
0: Well, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you, if you want to yeah, follow and Mary if along. If
1: you go to the website, all of the social media links are on the website.
0: Perfect. Yeah, that's uh, – www.lovethegreen.org. Okay, I'm going to make sure we throw that out there. Uh, there's just a couple other things I had on this Olivet. You know, I, next time I come to Asheville, Mary, I, I want you to take me on a tour of this place. I really, I'm, I didn't know about it. Um, it says that Agrihood community Olivet is the home of vibrant vegetable, fruit, and flower farms. The community also provides seven acres of riverfront beach, on the on the on the, um, uh, what's the river up there? I'm sorry. I French mean, fraud. the broad, yeah, the French broad, Kelly. And the community also provides uh, a large private river island, miles of walking trails, community-wide geothermal heating and cooling. You got geothermal there in Asheville? That's interesting. Community gardens, a pavilion and a free circle amphitheater, uh, little free libraries, bike-sharing program, fiber-to-home broadband, Internet access. I, I, I got to see, is this thing built out, Mary?
1: it is not built out we are still uh definitely in our building stages we have it, it's divided into hamlets so each hamlet is designed to have approximately 25 lots uh and the lots are designed to be very close to each other so most of the land can be preserved for hacking and the farming and green and greenway yeah that general. makes sense sure of course so the lots are cl- fairly close together okay. there's 25 homes per hamlet uh, most of the hamlets still that are open we open different hamlets that as the previous ones are built out in order to create a community that's the idea is that we want people to get to really know each other first within sure. the little hamlets. And uh, then a new hamlet is opened. So right now, uh, we have 50 homes uh, that are living, people are living in, and we probably have another 25 that are in the build process.
0: So what what's the price range of these homes, Mary?
1: Uh, so most of them start in the seven hundred um and go up. The the lots themselves run around one thirty to four hundred, it depends on the view. Some of the lots have Pristine River About. and Mountain. And construction has really increased since this past year with COVID. Uh, so I would say that probably our, our construction costs on um, in Buncombe County uh, increased twenty percent in this past year. I mean, we we had framing costs that were, you know, come back eighteen thousand dollars more than what they were. Oh, yeah. a month this, ago. Is nice. this is This so, is nice and
0: wide. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah, I want to know more about this. In fact, we might want to just do a whole show on this thing. uh, I would love
1: for you to do a show. This is – in fact, I'm doing something on Facebook right now that you'll just have to follow me with. The house next door to mine is – it's a spec house uh, being built by SADA Construction. And – I'm doing this whole thing is I want to be your buyer agent because I want to pick my neighbor. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Mary, wonder why. (laughs) Wow, this is great. I'm I'm just
1: highlighting the fun things about living here.
0: I love it. Hey, our guest today is Mary Love, the love of my life, and this is Let's Talk Land. Thank you to our sponsor, LandHub.com. Looking to sell your land? Hey, try LandHub.com. You know, we're talking land and so on. Why would, why would the listing audience out there, we got them all excited about this, okay, especially with this Olivet complex, but why would they want to call a Mary Love in, the, in, in, in our industry, a realtor Mary Love? Why would they want to call you Mary?
1: Uh, thank you for asking that question, Lou. I appreciate it. And most certainly the reason is because I am the most experienced, knowledgeable realtor in North Carolina on green buildings. Period. So I am able to help a buyer understand the different areas of green building. I would be able to help them know if uh, certain aspects of what the builder was telling them was sustainable or energy efficient is it and how much so. I would be able to work with them and help them uh, if they were going to build new construction. I know a lot of the different contractors that do green building, and I also know the vendors that do HVAC uh, contractors, uh, subflooring, sealed crawl spaces, all of those different people. I make recommendations for those. Yes, ma'am. If they're in existing homes and they want to sell their house or if they want to improve their house to be uh, more energy efficient or uh, increase their indoor air quality, I can recommend all types of vendors. I have a network of um, home inspectors who also have um, experience in dealing with additional uh, sustainability aspects of a home, so I can recommend those. And if they're selling a green home, then my extensive network that I have throughout the nation and even in England uh, for people who are interested in green homes, is a very uh, good reason to work with me so
0: these are certified vendors right
1: yes absolutely and if if they're my preferred vendors and then uh, you know they change because as conditions change sometimes the vendors will uh you know they'll they'll go out of business and i have to find somebody else or they'll expand and get so big that they the person that I had had this personal relationship with goes out and creates their own company. That especially has happened in the solar industry here. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: And that's around the country too.
1: That's around the country. And too, there's also yeah.
0: other groups. There are other Mary Loves out there around the country. So, but do you do consulting? I mean, can someone outside of North Carolina, can anyone call you for consulting? Yeah. Do you have a consult? Tell me about your consulting business.
1: So, I also have uh, Mary Love Consulting, which I do work on with people who are looking to, I work with other realtors who want to create a niche market in the green building industry. Okay. I work with contractors who want to create a niche market, and I also work with the uh, Right now, it is dealing with nonprofits. it seems, to who are interested or in the process of creating agri so I am, uh, I do consult, I try to have, on um, my consulting jobs is to keep uh, about five a month with uh, projects that are going across the nation.
0: So you're hands-on, right? Yes. Do you actually go visit these
1: sites? Not right now. Um, we're doing everything on Zoom. Okay. Uh, and, and we've been able to do that. I, I was visiting, but uh, I actually have found out that I can do a lot on Zoom. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's more time efficient.
0: <laughs> this Zoom thing's crazy. And that's not I, the I, only vendor really out there. I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and this is, do you, you have like a rate that you charge, or how do you, how do you structure that? So,
1: if it, I have some classes that I have created. And we have fees for the classes. Those fees depend on is it an individual that is wanting to take those classes or is it a nonprofit entity that is bringing me in to teach the Zoom class to a large number of people. Well, then I charge that entity a flat fee and they charge their uh, clientele, whatever fee they are charging. Uh, When I do... Short-term consulting is $125 an hour That's very reasonable. for sample consulting, and then other project-based. Gotcha.
0: Base. Where would where would a person go to uh, to to get the information on this?
1: So I have a website, MaryLoveConsulting.com.
0: MaryLoveConsulting.com. So again, yes. you remark that, guys, on the listening audience out there. MaryLoveConsulting.com, and at the end of the show, I'm gonna let you repeat all this stuff too, okay? So uh, okay. get another chance if you didn't get to write it down. And I hope you're not driving and doing this. So uh, anyway, all right, let's go. I want to talk about your classes, Mary. Uh, I still want to finish uh, the conversation about green, especially let's move into land a little bit. But maybe through your classes, you can give us an overview and uh, about what the uh, uh, the, the uh, contents of your classes are and, you know, your intended results, and, and uh, you want to do that?
1: Yes, yes. So there's three main classes that I teach. One is the National Association of Realtors Green Course. Uh, we, a lot of that class now is, is well, all, everything is done online, uh, either a Zoom class or we have some modules that are taught. Uh, you can log into and go through. Uh, Also, we just recently uh, created a two-hour class for contractors dealing with how to market the value of their green homes as well as uh, actually how to, what do you do if you want to start building green homes? Where do you go? Where do you learn that information? And What does that mean? I'm working with the Green Build Alliance with those two courses for contractors. They are a provider on that.
0: Are, this, and, are these state organizations or this national? I know that NAR is national.
1: NAR is national. The contractor, course, is North Carolina okay. State course. It is a uh, certified accredited state course. And then the there's a realtor course. It's a CE, a four-hour accredited course elective that deals with uh, healthy homes and environmental sustainability.
0: Gotcha. Wow. And so what do you get out of these courses, Mary? Can you go through each one? What's the objective?
1: Yeah, so the first thing is, to have an understanding of what what we mean when we say green building and green building is involved in several different sections or levels and one is the site which I'll talk a, more about that in just a few minutes because that the site is involved about land Okay. Uh, uh, of course uh, another one is water uh, efficiency uh, energy efficiency indoor air quality which is going to be something that's very important now especially in commercial buildings right now my focus is on residential i have done commercial in the past but i really like residential and i think uh indoor air quality and the building envelope is going to be more important in residential homes uh, since we're dealing with like COVID and pandemics and you know, what comes into our house and what goes out of it is going to become much more important. Um, Other aspects of green building is the material selections that we have as far as um, the paint in the sealants and the caulk and the cabinet cabinets, all of those selections. Are they sustainable? What type of uh, VOCs do they have? our appliances, our lightings, our renewables, all of these are different levels that are involved in green building. And what I encourage in my classes and in my individual consulting is for a contractor who's going to build the house or a uh, realtor who's going to sell the house or a client who's going to buy a green home that they get one that is. Certified through a third party in, entity, and that can be Energy Star, that could be the Green Build Alliance with NC Green. There's a, all kinds of different programs, but that someone else is Involved, verifying yeah. that the items in the checklist that needed to be done for green building. Was done. It's not just the contractor saying. Sure. That th- this he did is it. a
0: certification There's, that on a resale uh, is important, uh, you know, because it, it uh, earmarks that particular home uh, that has been certified. So as you put your house up for the market, that's your promotion and advertising and justification of your cost. You know, your asking price. I'm sure.
1: Absolutely, and it, it totally makes a difference with appraisals. Uh, that's the next class that I'm going to create praisers yeah, appraisers so they can understand uh, the they, process. Yeah, how are their
0: appraisers doing out there? Are they they picking up on this or still struggling in with our, it?
1: Our area in western North Carolina, we have been working with the. They have attended a lot of the classes that um, that we. I, I've offered these classes, and through our nonprofit, our – Our local realtor or association has offered these classes. Appraisers have taken many of them. Uh, I'm starting to work in the Raleigh area right now, and the appraisers don't know what to do yet. (laughs) Gotcha.
0: No, that's fine. No, that's fair. You know, Ron Loftus, who's an MAI appraiser, has been teaching for the North Carolina Board of Appraisers for years and invited me after taking my four hour class a number of years ago. To write a course for the North Carolina Board of Appraisers, they have no land education, and I wrote the land course with uh, uh, with his uh, uh, adding to it the appraisal side. So we joint ventured the class, and uh, uh, you know I'd love to teach it again, but it was we had 80 some uh, appraisers from around the state, and uh, and it really uh, was a it, it was called rural Land Values. Is it an art or is it a science? And after we went through each of the things that you find in a land transaction. I would ask that question, and it's amazing. It just turned out it's what the seller's willing to pay and what the buyer's willing to sell, and all the rest of it is just a dance. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah, that's, that's so true about with the land, you know, because there's so many variables involved. Um, that's one of the things, though, that I like about the certifications on the buildings because those the certifications are repetitive, And comparative, right? So it it makes it easier to justify the value of the house.
0: Sure, there's a lot of pieces there in there.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, what's your other class, Mary? Same same questions.
1: Okay, so the class that I, I have for the realtors is it's a different focus. We do talk about green building and the at a very base level, but it is designed more to deal with what are those different areas of green building, healthy homes, land aspects that deal with sustainability. Uh, we deal with buried oil tanks. We deal with septics. We deal with um, the HVAC systems, the different components that are involved in the house. And then we talk about who are your local experts? Because one of the things that I want to get across to the realtors is they do not have to know everything. They just have to know who their local experts in those areas are. And I, I do that throughout the state because each section of North Carolina nonprofit entity that can give those realtors information. And so we, we, pract- we take our time to find out who those local experts are and then I spend time with the realtors to help them understand why they should go to those local experts and how that is value for their client. Um, We also talk about the MLS. Different MLSs have different tabs and marketing tools for sustainability. So we look through and see what their MLSs have available for them and talk about how we can add value to sustainable features of a home uh, and I'm going to jump to the land with that because that's one of the things that we talk about in, man, in our realtor class is <clears throat> when we're dealing with a healthy home, a green home, one of the things that we look at the very first is the land. Where was it built? How much of the native landscaping was retained? How much native landscaping was put back into the uh, original land area. Did we save any trees? What's the value of saving those trees? You know, does it help with the heating and cooling of the house? Does it help with with the the water preservation? What is going on with the land out there, and how is it used? And, and that's really critical. And we talk also about how close is it to Streams and And what does that mean if we're dealing with the streams and uh, you know one class I taught one time we probably ended up spending thirty minutes on problem solving with uh, for a a realtor who had a client who wanted to go clear cut a bunch of trees that were very close to a a stream bank. Yeah,
0: fifty foot riparian buffer, right? Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Well, good for you. So you're, you're advocating land, too, Mary, and I knew you did because uh, you're an accredited land consultant like myself. And you understand the, You understand the values and the necessity of a of, uh, of, of good, good uh, sustainable uh, environment, uh, which is important. And, you know, if you listen to some of my shows, it's crazy the stuff that's out there, a lot of free stuff, especially I did the 4-H and, and I did the uh, agricultural extension. I mean, th- these are all free programs. If you want to just plant a garden in your backyard, you know, they'll come over and help you with it. It's, there's so many programs out there, guys. You know, listen to some of these shows, the resources. And, Mary, uh, one question, Mary, on all these classes, do you have to be a contractor or a realtor to, to, uh, to, uh, take, to, to get involved in one of your, your presentations?
1: You do not. You can monitor these classes. Um, <clears throat> most of the providers are nonprofits that um, allow you to come in and just monitor through with them. They have a fee that they charge for that versus sure. what isn't, if you're doing it for a certification for your um, CE. Right. So the fee is usually less, and that's called a monitoring fee.
0: Yeah. And, again, all that information is on, uh, on your website. Yes. MaryLoveConsulting.com, is that right?
1: Yes.
0: Hey, I remembered that. I didn't write that one down. I'm getting better <laughs> in my old age. Mm-hmm. So uh, did we cover all your classes, Mary? We did. Perfect. Let's go back to green. What else with, you know, we've probably got four or five minutes here. Uh, I know there's a whole lot to this. I don't want to leave anything out, Mary. So uh, I'm going to turn it back over to you.
1: Okay. I just I just have to pop in on this right now with the green aspect then and, and do a little bragging on my uh, home. Braggadocious uh, is fine. <laughs> So uh, the home energy score talks about how energy efficient your house is. Okay. And um, 100 is the score of a code average house. Uh, and our house, we targeted, to, we wanted to score a HERS 1, and that's what we scored. And we are a net zero house, and a net zero means that we are producing – more electricity than we're using.
0: Wow. Is solar? Uh, so is I'm so... very
1: excited about that. I really, I gotta no. give a shout out to uh, my solar vendors. That's Sugar what's solar. Yeah, I wanna... They uh, do a fabulous job, and we just installed our Tesla backup batteries. So technically, we could be off grid. We're not off grid yet. We're still. Uh, on the system uh, and playing with how much use of electricity are we doing and what would that look like if we go totally off. But our plan is to be completely off-grid.
0: How much does solar play into these um, energy-efficient homes?
1: So solar is acting on the cake. Uh, When we talk about energy-efficiency houses, we really want them to be uh, 55 her score or less before we would do any solar, because it's totally possible to get there without solar.
0: Okay.
1: And um, and all of that, we have a requirement in our community for geothermal, which puts you there really quick and easy to the 55 point in most time, uh, most cases. Uh, if you've got appropriate insulation and air sealing. And so the solar would just be icing on the cake. As I said, uh, over on our farm side with a construction, all homes are pre-installed for solar. So, you, you know, you don't have it at first if you don't want it, but if you want to put it on later, it's very easy to do so. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so it's planned for. I got another question, Mary. Um, my home was built in nineteen forty-six. Okay, and I've been there thirty years plus. Um, and I have, you know, I haven't really thought about the green. Of course, I've done a lot of updates. Obviously, over the years, I've I've done kickouts and addition. I almost doubled the size of my house over the years. But um, uh, if if I wanted to learn more about how to make my home more efficient, other than having the local uh, utility company come in, they got great programs too. I've actually had okay. them come in, Duke Energy. And uh, get, they went through my whole house and did window checks and, uh, you know, all kinds. Of, it was great. It was free. Um, other than that, uh, is that something that you can help folks with?
1: Uh, yes, I, I definitely can. And that's something that can be, you know, we can talk about the, the house itself and how, you know, even with Zoom now or Facebook or something, we just looking at the, you um, appliances and the utilities, uh, uh, your HVAC systems, your water uh, systems, all of that can be, I can look at that pretty quick and give uh, recommendations of what to do and I, I gotta tell you the first thing always is to increase your insulation and to weatherize your house and that makes a huge sure. difference. You could probably yeah. see
0: Insulation's the honestly, cheapest. Insulation is so cheap. a five dollars difference just oh. by
1: yeah. weatherstripping.
0: Insulation is so cheap.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's the cheapest, the cheapest, the easiest, and the, the quickest return on your value.
0: I know. My whole house has been totally re-insulated, and it's amazing. Uh, you know, over the years, how much I've saved. It was yeah. very inexpensive. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else are we gonna talk about, Mary?
1: Well, how much time do we have left?
0: Oh, you got your watch there. <laughs> Uh, probably about five minutes or so, four or five minutes.
1: Okay. Five minutes. All right. So I want to talk a little bit. We've talked about the indoor air quality value, energy efficiency, water efficiency, the site on a house. But I also want to talk about the comfort that's involved. If you do a green certified home, that your house is more comfortable because – there's a myth about a house needs to breathe, but if it's built correctly, then you take into consideration uh, the uh, input and output of air that goes into your house, and it becomes more comfortable. And that's done through your fan systems, of, of your bathroom fans, your HVAC systems, uh, through your fans that you do in your kitchen. There's... This is all math calculation that can be done. And you would be surprised at how much more comfortable a certified green home is. And I've had people you know, say, I didn't realize that I could breathe so much better just because of the inflow and outflow of air that goes naturally through my house. So that's a point that a lot of people don't think about. that That um, is just a side benefit, really.
0: So you want to move that air? How, how important are ceiling fans?
1: Oh yeah, uh, ceiling fans. We take into the consideration of how many ceiling fans are in a house on a square foot. What's the volume of a house? Okay. So and and uh, of course, a lot of that depends on. People living in the house, do they want to use those ceiling fans more than they do just having an HVAC system? Very few people open their windows anymore. Yeah, I don't. They don't, you know. Uh, So the circulations with the fans are very important. And we, um, I recommend make sure, you know, that there's ceiling fans in, of course, all the bedrooms, which – some
0: people don't want them in their bedrooms, but I think it makes a big difference if you're I, not in it. I never turn mine off. Have yeah, I never turn mine down. off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Radon gas—I didn't talk about that, and that's different uh, in different parts of the country. Uh, so now, uh, my my question: you know, looking at this Olivet development, so you're setting up these pods, these communities. Are you evaluating the land with? I mean, how do you test radon on, on vacant land, or can you?
1: No, so what we do is is part of our certification that we have on the NC Built Homes is that you're required to go ahead and do a pre-mitigation on the homes as they're being built. Okay. So because it's not until, you really cannot test until the building is enclosed, encapsulated. Right. And then the test occurs, but if you've already got your, pre um, mitigation in place then essentially it's just going up a closet the vent to the outside yeah it's a mitigation so,
0: yes, yeah sure
1: and you know the one of the things that we found out in many many areas is just because we've prevented it it's just that relief uh, that's there at during the time of the build it seems like that those the scores come in lower interesting. Yeah, radon gas is a big issue in Western North Carolina. Well, because of the granite, sure. yeah, you got more and rocks, more, yeah. and of course, all of North
0: Carolina. Yeah, it comes from the granite, mostly from the rocks underneath. Yes. And yeah, you know, you go east, you don't have rocks, you got sand, so you don't have right. the same environment. Yeah. Mary, you got one more minute to talk about your show, and then we're going to let you close out here.
1: Well, I have just got to say that I'm. So grateful to be able to be on the show with you, Lou. I Thank you. Appreciate all the years that uh, we have been able to network and uh, uh, the classes that you taught. I know when you come up here to Asheville, uh, you have had uh, many of us return to your class over and over to hear yeah. what you have to say. So we really appreciate you and what you're doing, and a privilege and an honor to be on your
0: show today. Well the privilege is mine Mary and, and most importantly for our listening audience. You do, You guys don't know how important Mary is to uh, our um, uh, especially our real estate industry and our building industry and you know this is something that's going to move forward and Mary you're on the spears end. You're on the tip. You're one of the few in the country that uh, has the knowledge and experience and you're so willing to share. And You're so beautiful. I, I um, just always, I just every time I say your name, I, I, I my heart goes boom boom. It's uh, you know, you're just a very special person with a lot of talent, and you've had a great show today, Mary. I want you to just quickly go over how people get in touch with you and hit all of those uh, uh, those different sites you got, real
1: quick. Yes, so the two websites will get you to me. Uh, first one is lovethegreen.org, and the other is maryloveconsulting.com my email Mary at love
0: and your um, uh, email address Mary
1: the email is Mary at lovethegreen.org
0: and your phone number if you'd like to give that out
1: uh, it's better to just email me because my phone gets it blows blown up. up with uh, blows bam, up, I'm sure oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah email is best.
0: Well, we want to get you back on the show, but we want to have you back on as a guest host and bring some of your, uh, some of your contacts and talk about these uh, issues more in depth, okay? So, uh,
1: Absolutely. That's, that's really I will cool. be glad to bring uh, some, uh, my contacts with all of that. and uh, Oh, definitely. that, get, yeah. yeah, I know that that would be a, a really good one for people to hear. Perfect.
0: Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to suggest, we would appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. Now, on the master website, under the guest section, you'll have uh, Mary's uh, email address and, of course, her website. This show is the public and, most importantly, for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows are downloaded after the show today on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. Also, you'll find us on Spotify and Podbean. My email is Lou, L-O-U, at MyLandPro.com. My cell phone number is 336-669-1405. Our sponsor is Landhub.com. If you're looking to buy or sell land, Landhub.com. Previews thousands of properties nationwide. Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here?
2: Well, Lou, they can go to our website, go to WKTE1090.com, and also they can see all of our programming there that we have going on here at WKTE, and they can download the simple radio app. How listen simple to is us. it? Pretty simple there. Yeah, and they what is that it Well, that's where you can listen to it in the whole world. The whole world? Yes. Uh, Even outside? Oh, of course. Universe? Yeah. Perfect. Why not? And we won some nice awards. Yeah, five years in a row being the top radio station on the East Coast for beach and oldies music. We only play
0: happy music.
2: That's right. If you want to be
0: happy, Mary, tune in, download that Spotify. (laughs) That's right. And rested through your house, Beach Music and Oldies. Yes. And you won a nice award recently.
2: Yeah, last year, uh, 2000 and uh, 2019, I think it was, or 20, what was it?
0: Uh, it doesn't matter, yeah. you won it.
2: Okay. Uh, now of for the year. <laughs> so. And well. you've got an award that I voted for you. Did I do? Yes. Was this like a Happy Bis- New Year thing? Businessman of the Year. No way, me? Yes, yes, you, wow. Lou Jewel. I don't know if I qualify. Yeah, you did. Did Shadow get one? No, Shadow wasn't in the running. Oh, okay. Just you. No, just me.
0: Hey, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us.